Welcome to the Your House, My House podcast. Our goal is to create a safe space for conversation, like like talking talking to your your best friends. Friends that have your back, that are encouraging, and that challenge you to not only improve your life, but yourself. Hi, everybody. I'm Madison. And I'm Priscilla. Welcome back to the Your House, My House podcast. We are so excited because we are doing the official part three of our The Skin Deep conversation, which is, if you haven't looked at our prior two podcasts of this, it's pretty much a card game where there's questions, you ask the other person the question, and you answer them. Yeah. This is the Strangers edition. And by the way, like Madison said, if you have not watched part one and part two, there's really no order to this because yes. all the questions are randomized, so you can watch them whenever you want. Yes. You can continue watching, yes. listening, I should say, not watching um, this one. Um, but we covered some we juicy did. stuff. That's what I love about these cards is there's questions in here that really make you think. And you learn more about us at the same time. So yes. I think that's super so cool. So one and two are totally worth listening to mm-hmm. just for, I guess, like the humor and yes. all the stuff you'll yes. discover. Yes. Okay. Do, who wants to start? Do you want I me to start? start? Okay. <laughs> what do you think is my biggest fear and why? Oh. <laughs> Um, Okay, biggest fear and why. Okay, your biggest fear and why. I feel like your biggest fear is, and and correct me if I'm wrong, is feeling the pain that you felt as a child in your future. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Um. Mm -hmm. I actually think my biggest fear would probably be like, and I don't know why, because I know you can't take it to heaven, but like success, like not having Oh, yes. Yeah. That's a good Um, one. But I think that's part of like, because we were talking about personality types and other ones, and I'm an Enneagram 3, so part of it is um, threes believe that their self-worth comes. So my biggest fear as a three would be that I'm not worthy Oh, girl. Mm-hmm. So I'm not worthy of love if I don't succeed. So my biggest fear would be not succeeding. Oh, my God. See, these are deep. So if you don't like and subscribe and leave a review on this podcast, <laughs> my biggest fears will be true. <laughs> exactly. Come on, people. It's in your hands. All right. My question for Priscilla. Oh, if you had to change one thing about my style <laughs> what would it be and why do you wear uggs or clogs or no. cracks i'm a big crack wearer at my house okay i would take crocs okay out. so remove the cracks uh, from the 100 percent. i'm not about that crock life priscilla's not a cracker no okay there are some cute crocs but the original design <laughs> Uh, or I should say, we were down, like, towards Milwaukee, me and my sisters, mm-hmm. and we were in Vera Bradley, and they had some really cute designs, Signed like, crops. flowery on the crop, like, on the mm-hmm. traditional crock shape. I'm almost okay with it. Like, I'm like, oh, that's cute. But if you're wearing around, like, a pair of black crocs. Crocs and socks. Yes. It just, 
my sisters do it. I do Brandon's it. family I'm does it. I love like, Crocs. So if I was going to take one thing, this is my unpopular opinion, by the okay. way. Okay. Yeah, here it is. If I was going to take one thing out of your wardrobe, 100%. She's going to remove my Crocs. Is there anything remove else? Remove them from the world. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think you have a pretty bomb style. Okay. Well, hey, girl, thanks. Okay, next question. What's your first impression of me? My first impression of you was that you were very pretty. I was really scared that you weren't. Well, and I, I feel like I'm kind of like this with everybody, but I was really scared that you were not going to like me. And I couldn't tell if you did or if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, God, how does she feel about this, like, new person coming I feel in? that. I feel that with other people, too. I feel that. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. And maybe... Like, I'm trying to think. Yeah. But that's, like, a while back. But I wonder if I didn't have – I don't know, like, what – you know, because, like, with Mary's previous makeup artist, you know, there was – Oh, yes. There were some things. Yes. And um, I think for me, um, I, w- with her, I had some similar feelings as to what you were feeling. Like, she doesn't like me. And I'm yeah. trying to be nice, and I just – I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just – can't seem to like make the conversation jive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and so now whether that's true or not or just my insecurities whatever um but i feel like when you coming when you were coming on i may have had some weird um like i would almost describe it as angst so okay. i you know <laughs> And now here we are. <laughs> so I don't know if it was like direct directed at you, but maybe we're picking up on some vibes of just like feeling unsure about like the workplace situation and what was going to like happen. Yeah, sure. just like what I feel like this is going to sound dumb, but I feel like that would be my response to like when say the fourth or fifth person gets added on to Team MVP. I'll kind of have that same response. Is yeah. I think uh, withholding from me. So, like, it can come off maybe as, like, judging. Yeah. Like, it's a withholding. Like, I'm just I would kind probably of be that way, too, though. things out. Yeah, I'm like that, too. I'm so, like that, too. I was probably just, like, feeling things out, and you're like, okay, so. Ooh. That's, like, when what? I go all aloof. What's your life? Okay. What's the wisest thing anyone ever told you? What is your words of wisdom from somebody else? Um, so I'm sure there's something wiser, um, but I was recently having a conversation with one of my sisters, and we were talking about, um, like, building other people up. Mm-hmm. And um, there was an instant instance, um, and I know I've talked – well of my father Mm -hmm, and I will mm -hmm. continue to do so because I think he's generally a great person um but um there was an instance where like leading up to because I showed him 4-H yeah and it was kind of like my only thing it was my big summer thing yeah like there was one summer where I was really stressed I think it was like my second to last show year okay before I would be all graduated okay um, and I had worked with my horses the previous year, and I would worked with them and Macau, yep. like, a little bit. I yep. just kind of, like, did some fine-tuning, but I really hadn't put, like, a lot of work. Yep. So my dad saw that, and he was, like, when we went to the horse show, he said something that I didn't realize. It kind of hurt my feelings. 
Um, but he was basically questioning my readiness mm. because he's like, well, Priscilla, you didn't really put any work in. Mm. Like, oh, I've gotten that from my parents with singing. Yeah. And I'm like, but I'm good. I'm, <laughs> I don't need it. I've, I've fine-tuned it. I know I'm good, right? Like, um, but I did. How did I? I was like, I'm going to be fine. And that was one of my best years, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and it was my first blue ribbon was my cow. Mm-hmm. I got like a second place in showmanship for chickens. Mm-hmm. Um, I got like a grand reserve or whatever. So it's a pretty good year for me. Um, but like that was at the horse show, which was like a week before the actual show. Mm-hmm. And um, there was this little old lady. She was in, she would, I wouldn't say she was little or an old lady, but she mm-hmm. was just an older lady. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, um, was over there and she was actually part of the dog program mm-hmm. in 4-H and um, she turned around and she like it was basically like she was kind of like my grandma <laughs> oh yeah and she like whipped out and she like kind of gave my dad like a basically like a tongue lashing and she was like don't say that um, you need to like be building people up and so um I think about that, um, not just in that instance, but, like, also for, like, myself, I can tend to be a very critical person mm-hmm. of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't say that's that. I wouldn't say that's a personality trait of my dad, but it is a personality trait of me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I will I'll over, be overcritical of their art, and I'll be overcritical of my art, and I'll just, I'll really want us to, like, hone in to be the best we can. And so mm-hmm. kind of like my dad will be like, if you're not putting in the work... Like, you're not going to get, like, right. results. And um, just kind of, like, where she was coming at and, like, that you – I don't know. It was just, like, really yep. a positive thing. Yep. So I don't even know, like, that was a specific piece of advice. But it kind of reminds me sometimes that, like, I can have a tendency. And so I guess, like, the piece of advice yeah. would be, like, even if you think someone has not put in the work um, or – you're not sure of it yourself. Um, you don't have to be fake, but you should still be their hype team. Yes. So. 100%. I don't know. Love that. Weird little piece. I'm sure there's wiser things been said, but. That's good. It was just like this idea of like being someone's hype yes. person. Yes. I love a hype team. Everyone needs a hype team. Yeah. All right. Was that, I have to ask you a question now, right? Yes. <laughs> The facial reactions. What are the subjects you avoid talking about and why? Let's skip, yep, poli- I feel skip like, yeah. politics and just tell me what other subjects you avoid talking about. Subjects I avoid talking about? Um, anything that makes me sad? <laughs> I may am. I am. I do openly talk about, like, hard things like that, but... There are some times where I just have to, like, totally shut it down because I'll cry and it'll mm-hmm. be embarrassing. And then my skin will be red. Yeah. Because I cry. I can't think of, like, anything specific off the top of my head. That's but, good. like, that's yeah. the basis. Okay. Who has influenced you the most and how? I would lean towards saying my dad, mm-hmm. but um, I actually think it's other women. Um, oh, I yes. think, um, like, I had a void in my life with my mom, mm-hmm. so I have latched on to other I love that. women as mentors, um, and so 
a myriad of women. Um, there was one lady named Arvilla when I was in 4-H that, mm-hmm. like, really impacted and really, like, gave me confidence in my future. Um, there was... I've just seen so many amazing women, like... I love that. Women are amazing. That I think all the women, a lot of them kind of in my mother's age range, that have, like, seen something in me, spoken Mm -hmm. into it, or mentored Mm -hmm. me. Like, those women, like, as Mm -hmm. a collective, have Mm -hmm. done something for me that I don't think anyone else could. I love that so much. Women are the best thing ever. Okay, describe an experience that made you realize you were on the wrong path. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. An experience that made me realize I'm, well, um, the closest thing I can think to that was when I went to school down in Milwaukee and I don't want to say I hated it cause I feel like that's really extreme, but I thought that this school and this place was going to be my it place and this is where I was gonna find myself and feel so close to Christ and do all these things when in actuality it was the complete opposite of that for me and I felt extremely 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 um, broken and sad and I felt so alone there and like I couldn't find myself and figure myself out and so I thought this place was going to be it for me. I was going to go pursue my music career down there and um, experience other things, and it just wasn't that for me. Did okay. I answer the question? Yeah, I feel okay. like I remember you talking about that. I would agree that was one of those times for you. I don't like that one. Some of these are like... So this one's tell, tell me about it. Let's just like read through them and just like say what we're skipping so people know. So this one I think is tell me about an experience <laughs> that changed your life. Oh, I like this one. Do you prefer to remember or forget your past and why? What is it about me that makes you feel I understand you? Okay. Well, <gasps> Ooh, Uh-oh. I like this one. This one's juicy. Okay. Tell me about your first kiss. What do you remember? <laughs> okay. Here we go. Okay. Um, so, <clears throat> clear my throat. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know my romance story with Raymond, it's a pretty like long drawn out. Like I had a crush on him for like three years before we actually went out. I actually, don't, I've never heard this, so I'm super excited to hear. So, like, do you want to hear my full, like? love story i feel like that's a little long so i know I'll, how you guys like i know how that'll happen but i'm i don't know the first kiss story. the first kiss story like so, when did you kiss did you yeah. have did he wait like what was- so um i um because of like my weird faith background um was told initially that you should save your kiss for marriage and then of course i had read some books that are mm-hmm. like saving the first kiss or mm-hmm. whatever you know like teen purity books mm-hmm. um and then my mom had been like, well, Priscilla, how are you going to even know if you want to be intimate with him if you don't even, like, kiss him? And I was like, well, I'm saving it for my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought I was going to save it all the way to the marriage altar mm-hmm. because that's, like, what I was reading in these books. Um, and um, I, so I was, I think, 18 or 19 I think it might have been almost 19 when Ray, 
almost 19, 18, at the end of Beat Turn mm-hmm. 18, mm-hmm. when Raymond and me um, decided to go out. And I hadn't ha- kissed anyone. I had, like, had, like, a long-distance boyfriend, and I had gone out on some weird <laughs> dates. Um, but I hadn't kissed anyone. And I had had a three-year crush on Raymond, basically, since I was... Right before I turned 16, when I was, like, 15, I okay. developed a crush on him. So this is, like, yes. a three-year thing for me. Um, so just to kind of get you, like, in my mind, um, I had been, like, pursuing this, like, okay. like subtly. I didn't want to know. I was, like, afraid that I'd scare I'm him sure off. I understand. I scared, <laughs> I scared Siri, by the way. Uh-oh. I was afraid I'd, like, scare him off because I was taller than him, you know, and stuff. And so I was like, I'm just not going to say anything. He probably thinks I'm ugly or whatever. You know, I did it. Yes. um, You know, obviously, like, my heart would, like, pitter-patter, like, when I was 16, like, 17. I'd see him, like, at the fair or whatever. I tried to, like, stay in the know um, and, like, kind of keep tabs on him because I was, like, very much interested So it's like what every girl does, though, for real. Yeah. Um, and so, like, he, like, did this thing to my heart that I just had, like, this major yes. infatuation with him. And um, <laughs> so, like, this is, like, a three-year, finally, we were going on a first date. Oh, man. So I was, like, leading up to it, I was like, okay, I can't believe this is happening this is actually going to happen. happen. And I want to know that it's actually real and that he wasn't pulling my leg and that he was actually romantically <laughs> interested, interested in me. So this is if this is like the only date that I get with him, I'm walking out of here with a kiss. Oh girl, yes <laughs> ma'am. Like that's like what I hyped up in my brain. I was like, "You are getting it. a kiss. Like this yes. is happening today." Yeah. Um, which of course it wouldn't have if you know, <laughs> he was like, Oh my gosh, I can't stand this girl. <laughs> um so obviously it wasn't his first kiss. He had had two before me, but um it was my first kiss. So like we decided we were gonna go fishing, um, up to this place that you know he likes going mm-hmm. or his family likes going. Um so we took his grandpa's truck and his grandpa's boat and we went to go fishing and we got up there and it was raining. So we stayed in the truck. <laughs> so then we just like talked. Yeah. He asked about how my work was. Yeah. I said my work was really tiring. I was like really tired. And so like, I don't know if he moved or I moved the divider between the front <laughs> of the truck. <laughs> of the truck. <laughs> and then like, I laid my head down in his lap. I was, like, putting myself in the position. I was like, I just need to, like, get up and close. (laughs) Uh, I laid my head down in his lap, and I just kind of closed my eyes. And then he kissed me. Oh, my God, Raymond. You are so sweet. So... I was like, hallelujah, yes, I did it. Yeah, the bells bells are ringing. We got the kiss. So... It was very strategic on my I love it. You go, girl. You know what you're doing, girl. <sighs> okay. Is it is it your question or my question? It's my question now to ask you. What is it about me that makes you feel I understand you? What makes me feel you understand me? Mm-hmm. If you do. Like, 
If you feel that, I understand. Yes. Yeah. What okay. is it about you that makes me feel that way? Mm-hmm. Um, how you agree, <laughs> <laughs> or how you like invalidate what I'm you yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Similarities in that. Yeah. Way, yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Describe the first time your sp- your perspective changed significantly. Hmm. Um, I think this would have to do in relation to my abuse again as a child. Um, I think, um, as a, there was a moment where, um, I discovered it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, I think it would have been at my pastor's house, um, who I went to when things like would really hit the fan. And I mm-hmm. think after multiple times of them like telling me, you know, that this was the way it was going to be, mm-hmm. um, they also prepped me for having to leave my siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, no, this was like when I was sixteen, mm-hmm. but. Um, they they told me that it wasn't going to get better if I stayed because I thought I had to stay there to protect them mm-hmm. um, and that I just need to get out and take care of me. Yeah. So I feel like that perspective changed in a simul- simultaneous with that because it was like, say, showing beef cows. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a moment when I was riding in the back with like my 4-H leader. Um, her and her husband were in the car mm-hmm. or in the truck um, and they were going to drop me off at my house because we lived, like, in Surrey and the pyramids mm-hmm. at Gillette. And they were having an argument. Um, and it didn't get explosive. And it was just kind of like like a back and forth kind mm-hmm. of argument. It wasn't even bickering. And then it was just over. They were just kind of figuring out some things. They were kind of like, you know, there was like tension, but then it didn't explode. It didn't mm-hmm. become anything mm-hmm. else other than the conversation. And I was like, oh, so maybe like this, is, this is, that was like one of the first times I remember seeing a couple argue in potentially a healthy way, you know, mm. and it was like, yeah. Hey, that's new, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. All right. <clears throat> so what do you think I am learning from you? <laughs> What do you think you are learning from me? Yeah. Um, what are you teaching me? Well, man, um, I'm teaching you that it is okay to follow people on social media who post about shopping. I don't know. What would be a serious thing? What would I be teaching you? Am I teaching you anything? I'm sure you are. I don't know what that would specifically be. Is there another question? Yes, there is. We Let's can ask see. a different Let's question. Let's see. Although, in regards to that, I, like, maybe you're teaching me skincare. I don't know. I feel like being around you, Mary, teaches me. <laughs> What's one thing you used to love to do as a kid that you no longer do, and why? One thing, um, I used to love to make, build, like, with wooden nails, towns in our woods behind us. Uh-huh. Me and our neighbor kids would go and build these huge towns and houses out of wood. And then we'd play house and go and grab, like, the grass and the weeds and those would be our food and we'd cut it up and, oh, my God, it was fabulous. I used to do that. Loved it. I loved it. Loved it. Yeah. 
What yeah. was your most embarrassing experience? I feel like I've had embarrassing experiences, like say, like where my jeans have ripped. Oh, <laughs> that would be it. Thank God I wore underwear today. Um, I think those would be like on the top of my list. Okay, your turn. Um, when do you feel judged, and how do you handle it? I feel like. I have a really hard time feeling accepted. Like with certain people, like there's certain people like I can mesh with super easily and there's certain people where I'm like, I don't know how you feel about me and I feel like you hate me and then my brain automatically thinks they don't like me. Um, But in terms of feeling like judged, um, I would say around certain groups of people that I know and that know me, but I definitely feel like they don't like me. Okay, how do you deal with it? Um, I, I just try and ignore it. Or if I have too many classes of wine, I will talk to like my friend about it and be like, I'm gonna say something to them. And it never happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's fun fact. Okay. Wait, where did that one go? Oh, just so you all know, we decided that we are going to like choose these last couple Got ones it. because while well, the intermission was happening. What's the scariest thing someone could tell you? I hate that my mind goes to like this dark little place, but I think if one of my siblings went missing. Oh God, that would just be horrendous. That would be horrible. That would be like the scariest thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and like if there was no conclusion and it was one of those I would, cases, I, like, where you. I don't know how people live the rest of their life with the unknowns. Yeah. I like cannot even imagine. Yeah. Cannot. I think that would be the scariest thing. I totally agree. All right. What are you going to take away from this conversation, this dark conversation? <laughs> What am I going to take away from this dark conversation? From this conversation? <laughs> from this dark conversation. Um, I feel like we're a lot more alike than we think we are. But at the same time, we also have differences that make us unique. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we've both gone through hard experiences. But they're both experiences that might have shaped us differently. And... Uh, Yet at the same time, there are a lot of things about our personality that are similar. Yeah. What about you? What would you take away? I feel like I agree. I mean, I think kind of like this whole, because we like batch record podcasts, so I'm going to kind of include our Myers-Briggs podcast episode in this, um, that that surprised me that you also were an ENFP. Yeah. Like, it. I guess the signs were there in, like, which ways we started to, like, connect uh-huh. while working, uh-huh. like, together as coworkers. Um, but, like, um, yeah, I think that surprised me. And I know that I think, well, this will probably, podcast will probably be released after we've recorded uh-huh. your um, Enneagram. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, I think your Enneagram will be different than me. Um, oh, yeah, I think so, too. So well, that'll be fun to see, like, how we're different in that aspect. Yeah, and we've also taken that other personality test for Mary, um, that you're different yep. than me. Yep. And so, like, that's one of the things I think. 
I think it'll be very interesting that now I'll have like some explanation, especially like in having done this game, like now I'll have some explanation as to um, why in some ways we like click. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. For like, sure. For sure. Yeah. Okay, well, I think this concludes this podcast episode, but I definitely think in the future, Priscilla and I should open up a totally new box with different categories and play that as well. Mm-hmm. I think we that would be super fun. We should bring in Mary. Maybe we and could, we are going to bring in Mary. We could bring in our spouses. <laughs> or spouse. Oh, my God. How fun would that be? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The possibilities are endless here, folks. Okay, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us. We genuinely, truly appreciate it. Did this resonate with you? Subscribe to our podcast today. Talk Talk soon. soon! So your house next week? Yes, can't wait.